are recording this on Wednesday night, November 9th. And we are getting ready to talk about big upcoming matches. The Lions travel to Chicago to take on the Bears, a team that they have struggled with in recent memory. Um, but, you know, Lions are riding that high of the one-game win streak right now. And we'll be talking all about that. We'll have a special guest on also entering the Lions then, but in a moment. But before we do that, let's introduce the Bukule crew. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest. We got Bob. Hello there. Cutter. Yo. And UJ. Hello, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. And then we'll have Rudd Dog be joining us um, in a few moments on the podcast as well. But right now, we want to dive into this game. Uh, the Lions traveling to uh, Chicago this weekend, mm. as I mentioned before. Uh, and Chicago coming off some big, uh, big games offensively, especially on the ground. They are just tearing it up. Uh, in the rushing game, Lions three-point underdogs enter this game, but a rushing quarterback, Justin Fields, a rushing quarterback. It's something that has uh, given us nightmares in recent history for the Lions defense. Um, but before we get into all of that, I, I do want to mention briefly that Josh Reynolds is missed practice again. Jamal Williams rested. Craig Reynolds went on IR, but the Lions signed Trinity Benson. Yes. All right. Welcome. We missed him. Welcome back. So the Lions obviously hurting at wide receiver right now. The injury is the shark. Obviously, the aforementioned Reynolds um, relying on guys like Khalif Raymond as a, and Tom Kennedy as primary receivers in addition to Amon Ross St. Brown. So getting somebody in here. He was on the Denver practice squad, uh, but he's back in the building. Maybe he'll make a contribution. He looked better in preseason than he did the prior year. So this is his chance. He's getting his chance. We'll see it. Um, but we'll we'll break down our thoughts on the game in a moment, but we'll also mix them in here because we have a special guest on the pod. He has been Ooh. on before. He has he has entered the Lions then. He escaped with his life barely. Um, but he is willing to step back in again like a madman wow. that he is. But wow. so entering Ooh. the Lions then again is Deuce. <laughs> From Chicago, representing the Bears. Deuce, welcome back to the podcast. Ooh. Welcome, Deuce. So, a lot of podcasts like to say, um, you know, we're at, you're a friend of the pod. We're calling you an enemy of the pod because you are, of yeah. course, a, a, a longtime Bears fan. But, Deuce, how are you, how you feeling about this Bears team? Not a lot of expectations coming in the season. New GM, um, trading away Robert Quinn, trading away uh, Roquan Smith, two key pieces to a defense that has, well, since the Robert Quinn trade, not looked very good, giving up 35 points or more in two straight games. Uh, give us kind of your overall arching thoughts on the Bears. The Well, one of the last things I said last time I was on was to describe the Bears, I would call them a miserable team that is miserable to watch, but sometimes makes me happy. And that's how the season is how it was going, especially with the past two weeks of losing Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. But on the other hand, they're making me head right now. Defense has faltered completely, but the offense is making me happy. So it went from a miserable team earlier this year to something I've never been more excited for for Bears football. Where are you on Justin Fields? Pro, thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, in between. I mean, because his passing numbers are still pretty yeah. terrible, but he is obviously running uh, a lot more the past three weeks. That I would say a. 1.5 thumbs. 
So one full thumb up, one thumb halfway up. The same, I have the same reservations that you do about that is his passing numbers just aren't there. He's relying a lot on his legs. When he wasn't relying on his legs, his passing numbers were consistently low. On the bright side, he has shown improvement in the passing game throughout these eight, nine games so far. So at least what my hope is, is that he can have use the legs for the time being as he gets more well-adjusted to passing and continues to grow. He's grown immensely since the first time he played last year. And hopefully he can use his legs to buy us some time to develop his arm. But he's awesome. To, to go <laughs> yeah. Every bit of him is electric. He's getting 35-yard runs that are called back and still breaking records. He's unbelievable. So is he Lamar Jackson 2.0 or? What are you looking at? I that would be honestly, I'd be hopeful for that. <laughs> and the only thing with Lamar, I mean, he's shown that he can be resilient and not get injured. It's just there's always that that fear of a of a heavy running quarterback getting injured. Jeff, just to and be clear, for for UJ, that's a that's like a negative thing if he's like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> for everyone else, oh, it's a positive thing, but for you, Jay, that's like a negative. <laughs> well, that, you know what? Well, in that case, no, he won't be. <laughs> no, my, my, my only argument was that a quarterback like Lamar Jackson is not a great pocket passer, and when they get to the deep in the playoffs and the de- defenses are too good, they can shut down a running quarterback. That, that's yeah, my that, argument. Well, you know, UJ, I will, I will let you know how it feels when we get to the playoffs, unlike your Lions. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man! What, what year is this oh, going to be? Hey, we didn't like you. Hey, oh, come hey, on hey now, Deuce, Deuce. Deuce, how did you get the name Deuce? Like, were you like doing your constitutional one morning, and then all of a sudden, exactly what it was. I just couldn't stop doing it. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, just wondering, dropping a Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hell of a Deuce. It was. It was. It was a rough childhood. My <laughs> <laughs> name. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. How did you get up the nerve to come back here again after the first time? Well, you know what? I actually was hopeful. I was going to say something nice about you is that I thought you had the best prediction and the most you've been most level headed and reasonable throughout this year, and especially with the Bears game last year. Wow! But apparently, wow. we're out now. Wow! <laughs> I, I came with a with an olive branch because I know we're going to destroy you guys this week. <laughs> we slap away your branch of condescension. <laughs> it's funny how early in the season they're like his Justin Fields uh NFL quarterback and now like after the last two games he's the best player in the NFL. It's like totally yeah, that's Bears fans. <laughs> well, Bears, I, I, Bears fans can't make up their mind. One week they're the best team in the NFL, the next week everything needs to be burned to the ground. They're I so reactionary. That is absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to give him credit though when they just said let's let, let Justin Fields just run and Man, now they're, That's winning. True. they're playing great. I mean, Play your use the weapon you have, you know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Gotta give him credit for that. And I, I like the Claypool pickup too. I don't not everyone seemed to, but I, I thought it was a great pickup. Could be a good Bears. matchup. Somebody can just I disagree. I don't think it was a very good pickup for the Bears. Giving up a second round pick for a below mediocre wide receiver, uh that a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers couldn't wait to get rid of. I thought they gave a I mean, could be some Notre Dame bias on my part. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a good receiver. I think it was more of his attitude and stuff, but it was maybe it's a better fit in Chicago. And yeah, I mean, what do you think? Round, what do you think? 
The I was just going to let you guys discuss it. I I didn't think you guys needed the Bears fan insight here, but no, I'm very happy with it. The I mean, he was having he was doing great in the past two years statistically, or at least not great, but enough for a struggling, struggling Bears wide receiver core that he's by far he's he's a without a doubt the number one right now, and that's what he is. Moody, it, Moody no, Moody is, but I mean at this point. With Claypool being a lot taller, a lot bigger than Mooney, I could see that being the case. I think if they had a, if they had the preseason and training camp together, I think Claypool would be the number one. You need that size on the perimeter for a true number one. You just yeah. got it. And, and the thing is, for us, it's we we need some depth because we right now we have Darnell Mooney and and Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool is we probably overpaid from a bit, but in the long run of we got to get this stuff now because the free agent market for next year for wide receivers looks miserable. Mm. It's going to have to be, it's, they overpaid, but if there's only one gallon of gas left at the gas station, you'll pay 20 bucks. Good analogy. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> Interesting. Time we're in hell. Town over. Just find the next town over. <laughs> then you're out of gas. I had a ton of gas. Okay. Pushing your over. car. Yeah. You're That's pushing too much. your car. That's too much. That's how you gas. get nice hammies. <laughs> what if you only got 20 bucks left in your pocket like that you have, now you have nothing for food uh we're getting too deep in your analogy yeah <laughs> um t- the bears defense tell me a little about it obviously uh losing roquan smith who a great on monday night been right in with the ravens which is not shocking um and then uh robert quinn th- those are two killers uh for, for the lions uh thank god they're not there actually this week when we face them um, yeah. and since they've left it's it's been an ugly uh it has been ugly defensively for you guys. It has been. It, it feels like they lost their their leader, who was who was younger, and then kind of they lost their their father figure on the defense in uh, Robert Quinn. I don't know what happened because though Roquan Smith gets a ton of tackles, not many tackles for loss doesn't really get past the line too often. Robert Quinn was sackless while he was with us this year, maybe maybe one or two, I, but I don't even think that many. But and so his, it was just an afterthought. No one was thinking much of him. It's like, all right, everyone wants Roquan, but Robert Quinn was kind of an afterthought. That, in hindsight, it it was the first thing that I saw out of the Cowboys. Dak just kept kept passing it left, and that's where Robert Quinn's side would be. So it was those things that, as a person who's not an offense or defensive lineman or a quarterback, I don't see those things on a daily basis of what kind of disruption he was able to bring. But the moment he's gone. You see that it just – everyone's able to make a smarter pass, find the person who's going to be a little bit more open. It, losing Robert Quinn, I would say, would be more impactful than, than Roquan Smith, given that when it was Roquan alone for two games, there was nothing much changed. Obviously, we'd still prefer to have him, but I think the big thing is the, that defensive line, the, or at least the entire defense. They've lost their passion. There's no one else who's been there on the vaunted Bears defense for the past few years to say, hey, guys, we can do that. They start getting down on themselves, they, and they give up too early. So losing those leaders, not necessarily the players. Sounds like easy I think, prey. I like it. That I will, That's the one thing that the Lions will have, especially if they can find what they were earlier this year with Jared Goff throwing 30 points up per game for the first few weeks. If they can find, find their way back to that, it might be like the Bears-Dolphins game where it's just, it was a shootout. Yeah, it's quite a personality switch, though, from the, the Bears being known for their defense. Even when their teams weren't great 
they they always play great defense, and uh, it seems to be switch, you know, flipping the switch here. The Robins becoming, uh, you know, pretty good. Maybe, maybe it was just three bad games. Maybe it was three bad games in a row. Well, you know what? Actually, they did well against the Patriots. So maybe it was just two bad Here's games in a row. Four. Come back and, well, I could see, and, and, as, Red, as Red Dog predicted last year, uh, 45-7 victory for, for the Bears. We'll turn it around. I, I, uh, wait, I never predicted such a thing. What are you talking about? Or you flipped flipping my prediction. He's saying he's you flipping. predicted 45-7 oh, Lions, yeah. and, but he's now he's predicting the opposite for the Bears. Here. Okay. It, it's crazy, but, you know. How's, uh, I, I, what do you think I've of, uh, yeah, what do you think yeah, of, uh, yeah, Eberflus over there? Do you guys like him? Your new coach? I did not coach. I'm not going to have the same, uh, opinion, but the, I don't no, know. No, no, What is your opinion on Matt Eberflus, Bob? Is it? Oh, yeah. no, I thought you coach. Um, yeah. I like him. That he's he's not a flashy guy. Doesn't say too much to the media. Just kind of his first year. He's not trying to make a big splash like Nagy with his, his visors. He's not a trust me who thinks he's a genius. He just kind of seems like a guy who's who's good with all the players, gets along with them, keeps them together, has some good ideas. And I'm very optimistic about it, but still a lot to be seen. I always appreciated Matt Nagy's basement with all the play call sheets on his wall. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's all my shitty game plans throughout the years. Yeah. <laughs> you just probably out the same – whatever. I'm not going to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so got, any any last questions before we go? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got one, one, one last uh, – oh, sorry. No, you go. Right, you two, more, two more. Two more. One last personal question. Uh, you've been a Bears fan all your life. <laughs> Who's your all-time favorite Bear? <laughs> Charles Tillman. Oh, okay. Oh, Ooh, that's yeah, Tillman. I All thought right. you were gonna say Rex Grossman. Oh, <laughs> you know, after after a couple of beers, maybe I'll see Rex Grossman. Or Jay Cutler. <laughs> Tillman was awesome. <laughs> yeah. If I can go all time, it's gotta be it's gotta be Tillman. That dude could grab the ball out of anyone's hands. I felt like <laughs> he was amazing. Well, he he did have a knack. He saw the for, game uh, in uh, slow numbers. motion. I feel the way he would punt, the, doing the peanut punch. Oh man, so damn frustrating yeah. to play against. I feel like a lot of under 30s Bears fans say Devin Hester. Oh, he was awesome. But, I've got the over 30 on me, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're an old man now. Um, all right, uh, Rud Dog, I, I guess you have one more. Oh, yeah. I've been getting good qu- answers to this lately, uh, Jeff, so I'm curious what you'll have to say. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being you'd rather – Go through the worst Chicago neighborhoods yelling racial slurs, then play the Lions. <laughs> or 10 being that you would rather eat mustard on a hot dog. How scared are you of playing the Lions mustard this week? Oh my god, I said mustard. Ah, ketchup. Up, oh, no, it's, yeah. my, it's my natural wiring. It's ketchup on a hot dog is just so icky. So <laughs> this was already a bad question to be. Shut up, with. Connor. All right, Jeff. Worse. So eating <laughs> Ketchup on a hot dog as 10. How scared are you of the Lions this week? I'm more scared of the ketchup because I don't like ketchup, so I'll just probably pull it off. But I am. You know what? I'll be the ketchup guy. I'll be the ketchup guy because this thing's going to be a breeze to eat. We're going to be eating dubs just like James. All right. What's your Uh, final prediction, uh, Deuce? Yeah. Yeah. Bears aren't going to score as much as they have the past few weeks. 
27 15 because the Lions are going to have to go for two points while they're down about 14 27 15. Who? Oh, Bears. Oh, come on. Oh, oh, I thought you were on to something there. Yeah, we're, that's yeah, bullshit. We already had little hope for you, but now it's. Wow. <laughs> now, all hope is lost. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Deuce, uh, for coming on to the pod again. Uh, Thanks, Deuce. Yeah, Thanks, he, he, Deuce. He lives. He'll live to tell the tale. You go out and tell all your Bears fans, buddies, uh, those ridiculous Bears fans. Bears fans are. Oh, they are annoying <laughs> as hell. They are annoying as hell. Truly. That's a direct comment at facts. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, just go tell them tell them, you know, that we roughed you up a little bit. Uh, you know, just warn them when they come in our neighborhood to watch out. You know, I'll, I'll have them come over and I'll they'll listen to the pod, they'll they'll see what's going on, they'll, they'll be scared of the insanity that gets gets stayed here on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks a lot, dude. See ya. Yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so we have another delusional Ooh. opposing <laughs> fan come into the lion's den. Um, I don't know if he escaped with his life. He look like he's barely hanging on. We're gonna have to go check. Uh, Send the emergency line. services to his address. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as I mentioned earlier, do you think Trinity Benson coming back to um, the Lions? Good, bad? Does I think Bob should you? answer this one. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I think it's good. I mean, he already knows the system. We're down a receiver um, we, with yeah. injuries, so he can come in and contribute right away. And uh, you know, he had a pretty good camp too. So it was just. Uh, a last-minute cut there. He'll, he'll probably get more impact on this team than Quintez Cephas. Oh, I knew that was coming. Low blow, Bob. Low blow. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Lame. Yeah, well, it can't hurt at this point with our receiving yeah. club, So Is Cephas still playing football? Is he in the NFL still? He's we, hurt, I mean, you he jerks. Hurt we haven't heard he laid his him. body on the line for your team, and you treat him with such disrespect. I know. I know. Yeah. We just haven't heard about him in a while. It's like Romeo Cuaro. We haven't heard about anything about him in a month either. Uh, that is true. We haven't heard anything. On, uh, 
Feels like all our players just get swallowed into a void and we don't hear anything about them <laughs> well, Dan, ever again. Dan Campbell yeah. also says, like, this guy's progressing and he'll be on the field real soon to start practicing. Like he said about Aquara a month ago. Um, so I don't know if he's like blowing smoke or what the deal is. Uh, in terms or of, like, smoking it, something. I, I don't know. I last but, uh, I heard he was unsure about Aquara, but maybe. Jamison Williams change. seems to keep getting moved back too. I know they never committed to a time, but it seems like it keeps. Yeah, I heard December today. Early December. Yeah. Which is kind of what they said a month ago, so they've been a little consistent on that. Yeah, that one's been yeah a little more, but he hasn't even practiced yet. Like he hasn't even taken the field. Yeah, um, practice. Guys, gonna be so exciting um, to get him back. No Let's practice today. Reynolds, as I mentioned, back issue doesn't yeah. look like he'll be playing anytime <laughs> soon. Honestly, uh, Jamal Williams got some rest. No concern there. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, if he comes, if he he's limited in practice. Uh, I don't know what we're going to expect. Hopefully Barnes keeps playing at the rate we saw last week. That'd be make me feel better about that. Yeah. Kirby Joseph uh, in concussion protocol, wearing a red jersey in practice, but it they, they're trying to get him back for Sunday. Oh, I hope so. Um, they could really use him. I'm just enjoying yeah, watching that kid play so much. Maker, obviously. Um, Iffy uh, practiced today for the first time in a while. Uh, being upgraded from no practice to limited. So that's something. Um, Frank Ragnall downgraded from full practice to, uh, but he, he's been on and off, like limited to full practice. Uh, Frank Ragnow. Yeah. And then, uh, otherwise that's injuries. It's not a terrible injury report. Like we've seen the past few weeks. So that's a positive. Yeah. Ho- um, hopefully Benson yeah. really adds something. I feel like we were, la- we're definitely lacking something at receivers. So, I mean, it could be a big difference. What we saw last week. Yeah. So, I mean, what is your guys, uh, let's get. Before we get to our predictions, just, um, you know, what are you looking for this week against uh, Chicago, uh, a team that the first few weeks of the season um, looked horrible offensively. Uh, Justin Fields, four touchdowns, five interceptions, only 869 yards in the first six games. The last three games, 453 yards, six touchdowns, only one pick. So he's a lot more careful with the ball. But that's easier to do. When you're running like a madman all over the field, I don't know if you guys watched him against the Dolphins last week. He did look really, really good. The last three games, though, 37 rushes for 320 yards. That's 8.6 yards a carry and three touchdowns, including breaking the all-time record for a single-game rushing for a quarterback last week against the Dolphins with 167, breaking Michael Vick's record. Yeah, And the Lions are really good at – Going against running quarterbacks, uh, as we've seen recently. So yeah, yeah, seriously, no I, sarcasm intended there. I mean, I'll start with Mikey. Uh, besides, stop the run, but I think it's more than that. A lot of those uh, runs that Justin Fields does, um, come like freewheeling. They're not like designed runs. A lot of them are. He's in trouble. He escapes it and runs for a big run. I'm saying, I don't care if the Lions get a sack this week. Keep Justin Fields in the pocket. Make him beat you with his arm. That's what yeah. I want to see. I I don't want to see Hutch Absolutely. running two yards by Justin Fields. Just stay in the pocket. Ole. <laughs> Come well, one yard off the ball. Do not let him escape the pocket. Uh, well, let, after hearing Campbell's play, press conference, after his press conference, though, Campbell said he was really concentrating on them with the D-line, keeping their lanes, uh, being disciplined in the pass rush. So we'll see if any of that carries over into the actual game from practice. But uh, I think they're very conscious of that and uh, are going to do their best. Yeah, totally. They've had to learn. I wonder if we'll now, keep a right? spy. Hertz ran for 90 yards week one. Uh, Wentz yeah. only went for 23. Geno Smith went for 49 and Rodgers went for 40 against us, including that one on third and uh, like 
17. Uh, but that's a little different. Yeah. Rodgers not like a running quarterback, but this is like, obviously, this is like a, a quarterback that clearly like has one read yeah. and runs. <laughs> I feel like we never really keep a spy on the quarterback, but. That, like, like Fields is a, a extremely good athlete. A spy alone is not going to do it. You have to keep him. Yeah. Corral. You got to corral him. <laughs> no, I know that, but there will be times where the pocket collapses and he breaks yeah. out. And you got to rush. You got to try like to save him still. And hopefully they'll be able to put a couple of crunching hits on him. That would be really yeah. nice. Uh, make him let, at least <laughs> That's, get a little too. That was my key, UJ, was... I mean, other than just keep building on the success we've started now in our internal discipline was make him pay. I think he's going to beat you from time to time, but we need to lay some hurt on him. He's got to pay for it. I mean, honestly, those stats for a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, to me sound horrific. Like That sound, that reminds me back of when Andrew Luck was coming into the league and stuff. Guys who are putting up those kinds of yards just tend to not last long in this league. And I feel like we should help contribute to that this week by putting some licks on fields whenever he tries to break loose into our secondary. I hope he's not Andrew Luck. I I agree. He's great. (laughs) I'm just saying in terms of like he he put so much on his legs early in his career and it cost him. I mean, you just you pay a toll as a if you're a running quarterback in this league. And I mean, the best ones still have the ability to, you know, throw and do other things besides put their body out there. Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to give an offensive key to the game because everyone, we would focus so much on defense. I think this would be a great week to see Swift return Mm. to like Swift. If that can happen, I feel really good about our offense catching up. I feel like with just Amon Ra and losing Hutch, I know we've debated the merits of that, but Goff just doesn't look confident in himself or his weapons. And I think having Swift uh, in that short yardage situations could be amazing for this offense. And I'm praying to God, (laughs) the football gods, that Swift returns to some sort of health where they can bring him back in the full-fledged, not just like those limited reps like he's been doing the last week or so. Definitely. You're right. right I I would be be surprised if he's back to full, though. Um, At least back to 80. Back to 75 would be huge, I think. He's at, he seems like he's at like 30. No, like especially rep count wise. Yeah. Yeah. That's my eye test saying 30. I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe they see it differently. I will say this uh, something I really like uh, uh, in this matchup is the Bears run defense. Uh, They are 29th in the league in stopping short yardage situations. Uh, They're allowing, uh, like, this is third or fourth and one. Um, They're one of the worst in the entire league. Uh, allowing opponents to convert 80% of the time. Mm. And right now, the Lions only convert 55% of the time in those situations. So, uh, And we know those are noted struggles. We're throwing deep passes on fourth and twos. and Sounds like a good week uh, for our old line to stuff. really step, get back in rhythm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. this is uh, – yeah, this is not a this is not the Bears defense that we're used to seeing. Uh, like, tell me if you know any of these guys, Justin Jones, Dominique Robinson, Angelo Blackson, El Quadine Muhammad. Oh, El Quadine Muhammad. Oh, yeah. yeah they're starting yeah. Uh, And I don't know any of those guys. They're a bunch of no namers. Uh, and they've I know like Muhammad. No namers. And his name. There we go way back. Uh, I would say if they have any strength, it's Jalen Johnson at left at their cornerback and Jaquan Brisker. They're pretty solid looking uh, rookie, the safety from uh, Penn State. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I mean, this this is a team. Th- their best receiver is probably their tight end and Cole Komet. Another t- Notre Dame guy. Um, mm-hmm. 
and David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, pretty good running backs. And, and that and the, the offensive line, I don't know if it's, uh, you know this grade goes higher, but they're one of the better rated offensive lines in run blocking um, the past few weeks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But this uh, this wide receiver, uh, you got a Monra's brother, Quentin St. Brown, Velas Jones Jr., a 25 year old rookie, and uh, Chase Claypool. This is not a great receiving core. Uh, if we if our cornerbacks play like they did last week, shut down the run game, this could be a blowout for the Lions. Game. Do you guys feel more confident with uh, with uh, Jerry Jacobs back across from Akuda now? Like I feel like he brings a level of like I mean just the way Awarie was obviously he was just not playing right and just it I, I feel excited to see Jacobs his ascent because that kids can be electric. Oh yeah. Totally. I feel like if they can force fields to pass, this could be a great game for a secondary. It's Absolutely. Just, like we said, can I would love to see a pick or two, to be honest. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. If Hotch can maybe spook Justin Fields and uh, making a throw he's not ready Another for. Another thing, our run defense, our corners in run defense of late, we we've, we've, haven't really faced a pure runner since we've changed Akuda's play style. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, uh, good, yeah, for sure. And Mully and Akuto probably have a big uh, impact uh, in the run game for this one, the way he's been playing. Um, it'll be great to get Kirby in there to maybe force a big hit and a fumble. Mm, I love watching um, that kid play right now. I like it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, no. so let's let's dive into it now, shall we? So Lions three point underdogs traveling to Chicago Ooh, this week, even, and it'll be a cold one. In Chicago. We're getting our first taste yeah. of winter, gentlemen and listeners. Yep. Um, it is going to be a high of 38, low of 28 on Sunday in Chicago. Oh, It'll most likely be windy. It always usually is, bound by Soldier Field. And the Lions three-point underdogs over under, though, still 48 and a half. It's a pretty high number uh, for those kind of weather conditions. Kind of surprised that we're getting even odds, basically. Uh I mean, right, three points is usually just means it's about even if it goes to the home team, right? Uh, yeah. So, exactly. I mean, that's it's like, did we gain a little bit of respect last week back? <laughs> no, we're playing the Bears. That's what Oh, I nice one, Bob. I like the Bears it. are exactly uh, top of the NFL. I like to think we got a little bit of respect, too, <laughs> but hey. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so knowing all that, let's get into our ever-famous predictions. All right, so we'll start yeah. with Bob. All right. Well, I mean, Justin Fields is exciting right now, but uh, the Bears are still the Bears, so I like our odds in this game. And I think uh, who, what we need to get going is uh, that Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jared Goff connection. Get those guys clicking together mm. like they were at the beginning of the season. And uh, I think we'll score some points. Um, Fields will probably break a few runs, but I think we can limit him. Uh, I don't think he's not unstoppable. He looked at in the last game. Um, so I like our odds, and uh, I think Ohacho got a sack in this game. He's uh, heating up a little bit. I know you didn't think he was that great last week, but I, I like his play. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I think the Lions are going to win this one uh, 35-21 going away. And uh, Connor will be at the game. We'll run on the field after the game. <laughs> Tear his shirt true. off. Going to rip the goalposts out. That's my goal. <laughs> it's awesome. It. I hope you've been All doing right. good deadlifts. There you lately. go. Let's go to you, Jay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I kind of like this matchup. Uh, although the Bears have been playing pretty tough lately, even against good teams. Uh, their running game has found new life. 
And that's all because of uh, that guy, that quarterback. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be really tough. I, I think uh, defense found a little confidence last week, especially the secondary. And I think uh, they're going to coach them up this week. Try to contain. They're not going to uh, contain him completely, Fields, but uh, they can contain him somewhat. And then the key, I think, is going to be our offense playing a good game. Uh, we have to put a good game together. There's no excuses in this one. We need to score some points. I think the Bears will score uh, a couple times in this game. Uh, but we have to score a lot. We have to score many touchdowns. <laughs> and Goff has to have a good game. So I'm, I'm going to predict he will have a good game. And uh, I'm going to say that we're going to win this game 35-21. to 21. Uh, The Bears will score a little bit just because – it's going to be hard to keep fields totally down. And we, we do struggle with those running quarterbacks, but uh, in the end we will prevail with our offense and defense making a couple of key stops here and there. So I do, I do like this matchup. I see us winning. All right. All right. Let's go to Connor. All right. I think this will be a good bounce back game for our offense. Um, I think Goff and Swift are going to find some, some juice. And I think Amonra is going to be Amonra. Um, I think our defense is going to continue building on last week. I don't think they're going to do it as well just in terms of how many points they've given up, but I expect the secondary to keep improving, and I expect uh, somewhat to the contain Justin Fields. He's going to break out for a couple annoying 30-yard games or something on third and 12, but we're going to live with that. It's going to be fine because I think we're going to keep them in check for the most part. I think this game's going to be close, though. I'm going to say 28-24 Lions. Oh, damn. Uh, but the Lions will lead for most of the game, and the Bears will be playing a bit of catch-up. All, All right, there you have it. Let's go to Red Dog. Okay. So I'm just, I am just have a little preface to my prediction here. So there's this book called The Five Agreements, and it talks about the power of words. And when you agree with things internally, you, you create reality by these agreements. And I don't agree with what you guys are saying, that we're bad at stopping quarterbacks. That maybe that's the past. That's That doesn't exist anymore. This week, we're going to see a different team that's game-planned and adjusted and learned from those mistakes. Josh Fields ain't going to break out for shit. He's going to get shut down this week on all fronts they're going to shut them down in the run game and they're going to shut them down in the air and this defense is going to put together a complete game with three turnovers one caused by a sack fumble from hutch offense is going to feast because of that weak will defense that deuce described earlier and i think this is going to be a complete game where you know to one up jeff we're going to walk away 52 to three they're going to get a one off the doinker at one point for a field goal for the bears but that's it we're gonna destroy them. What's one off the doink? They're gonna doink. They're gonna kick a field goal, but that even that's not gonna go straight through. It's gonna doink off one of the bars as like a pitiful oh. kick that goes in. Uh, I thought it was off of okay. his junk. Or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was interesting. Well, hey, see where your yeah, guys' minds are. Drinking, in a gutter. Man. Give me some of that Kool Aid you're drinking. It's, it's Liberty it's Creek. Good. It's really good. All right. I, the, I don't understand the agreements. You gotta explain. Yeah, I didn't because the like, Lions historically have given up so a lot like of yards when, and running quarterbacks. Like you guys keep saying we are bad at that, but by and, and if the Lions accept it's that into their fact. minds, then they will continue to and they will be bad at that. But I disagree. I'm going to put good magic on them. They're going to win. You're and they're going to dominate and they're going to succeed in places where you guys are saying they're going to fail and that and stopping well, I, them. I would hope that they 
We both had them all had them winning. I hope they no, learned I, from their mistakes. Specifically, they're going to shut down Fields in the run game. Everyone's just assuming he's going to go off and sub to some extent with his legs, and I'm saying he's not. I believe I said we're going to keep him in check, and he'll break he's out. He's not even going to get a couple. I don't think that's. I think your premise is odd, and I can't well, follow it. But okay, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I do remember what happened in the past, and you apply what they didn't do well to win. But I like the, the score game. anyway. I just don't want them to magically forget about what they did in the past. Oh, no. They're going to learn okay. from it, Billy Billy. That's not what he said. He said they're just going to agree that they're really good. Yeah, at now they're going to be good at it. It's, it's They're going to okay. create the reality. All right. Get Z that book right. for Christmas. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you got it coming. Go. Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to get to my prediction. Um, I think this is a good matchup for the Lions if they – just keep fields in the pocket. It comes down to that, really. Like I said, uh, is the key. Um, if they do that, I, I think that's a really good matchup, especially for the Lions offense, um, establishing a run game. I think we go for a, over at least over 150 yards in the run game this week. Um, probably mostly Jamal Williams. He, he probably gets 80 to 90. Um, mixed in with Justin Jackson and Swift. I, 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 still, don't, I still don't see Swift coming back. Uh, I, I hope he does, but I, I still don't see him at that 75 like Connor was hoping earlier. But regardless, I think the Lions win this one by 10. I love them as underdogs in this game. I think it's just a really good matchup, especially with Jacobs um, back at cornerback. This is a really weak uh, really weak wide receiver core, and I think that really benefits uh, the Lions. Mm-hmm. So, we yet, yet again, all predict a Lions victory. Uncanny. Yeah. Let's oh. go. Unbelievable. So, we'll, we'll wrap up the podcast now. Um, Twitter at Drinking Lions, Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid. Follow us on there. Let us know your predictions for this upcoming week. Can the Lions get a two-game winning streak going? Let's find out the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, like SidelineReport.com. Thank you for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciate that. And then, of course, thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. All right. That's yeah. pretty decent. Not bad. Um, I like the orchestration we get from UJ. Yeah. Very elaborate hands. Oh, yeah. Are you Italian, UJ? Keep you guys together, man. <laughs> Expressive um, fingers. But thank you, everybody, you- for listening. We hope you have a great weekend. We hope you can celebrate a Lions victory Sunday night. We'll be back on Tuesday uh, with our reactions to everything happening this week. Can the Lions stay in the playoff hunt? Oh, yeah. They're not out of it yet. Spoiler, they win. Even though it might seem like it. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory go What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.